welcome back to your favourite weekly podcast, Back of the Net. Oh, this week has gone so fast. Like I was like, wow, it's already Friday. Predictions already. Like I'm not going to talk too tough about last week's ones because, man, they were awful. Like I'm not going to front. Like, I'm sure people listened and thought, yeah, Matt got that wrong again. But I ain't going to hype myself too much now because I think like, when I keep it low-key, that's when uh, the results come. But then, obviously, I really don't have that bragging power afterwards. But we'll see what goes down this week. Uh, we've only got one We've got one game tonight, and that's Leeds-West Ham. This one's kind of a tricky one because we know how Leeds can play. But West Ham are that team where, don't be surprised, they could go there, get a 1-0 and done. You know what I mean? Um but Leeds have a lot of chances in a lot of their games. So I can't see a way of Leeds not scoring. Um, and I do feel like overall they've got slightly more technical and skillful players. Bamford hit and miss, but when he does come good, he gets a goal or two and Leeds tend to do well. So I'm, I think Leeds will win this one. Um, I'm going to go with a 2-1 win in this. Leeds are really not the best at the back. And I'm sure Bielsa was saying in his lineup that um, Ailing will play centre-back. Speaking of that lineup, that's something Pep Guardiola can learn from because he keeps us all guessing on fantasy football weekends. Absolute fool. But, um, yeah, I think Leeds will come out of this one winners. Yeah, I'm going to go 2-1 Leeds, definitely in this one. Uh, Saturday, we've got four games. Uh, first one being Villa away at Wolves. Midlands derby. Boy, Grealish is going to bang a hat-trick. You know what I mean? Judging by what I saw, the pictures and that, man, like he's going to be energised, hat-trick, easy. For those that know, you know, innit? Um, no, jokes aside, I think it's going to be a tough game for Villa. I know they had um, a week off after what happened with Newcastle, the whole COVID uh, situation. But Wolves are coming off that humbling defeat away at Anfield. So... It's a hard one to call a derby as well. It's not really a big derby. When someone told me it was a derby, I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Um, but, yeah, I feel without Jimenez, it's a bit tougher for Wolves, but they've still got a bit of quality. Uh, they've not found it that easy in their home games. So this could easily be a draw. Uh, you can tell I'm stuck on this one. I think, yeah, if anything, Wolves will nick this one. I feel like that defeat, Nuno will probably be at them saying, listen, we've got to pick up points now real quick. You know, get a run of victories together. All right, no one expects him to win at Anfield, but I guess the man of the loss is really going to um, make them perform a lot better in this one. So, yeah, I'm going to go for another 2-1 win to Wolves this time. Um, Grealish to score one or an assist. You know he's going to do something. Man's all powerful now and that. <laughs> so, yeah, Wolves to win that one. Following this one, we have Newcastle, West Brom. Oh, man, I'm sure Billich is out if they don't win this. Like, West Brom, when they drew to Chelsea, I think, they were, yeah, they were 3-0 up, let it go, drew 3-3. And I thought, hmm, all right, cool, it was a draw, but they'll go on from here, perform a lot better. They played against Spurs. They didn't play too badly, right? They lost to a goal in the last two minutes. But some other performances of theirs that have been so... Poor. Like, Bilic must be just pulling whatever hair's left on his head out. Ivanovic at the back, like, it's just not working. Like, West Brom really need to get to the general transfer window and just bring in some 
fresh blood. Conor Gallagher's been a big plus for them. You know, one of my friends put me onto him, like, I have a Chelsea fan. I knew of certain players, but he told me about this guy saying, watch out for him. And yeah, he was definitely right. Star, star player. And big stuff, big stuff will be on for him, definitely. Like, I like the look of him and I feel West Brom, this is, don't sound bad, but West Brom seems to be a level beneath him, should I say. But yeah, he can, he's one of the few players that can come out of these performances with his head held high. Uh, Newcastle, you never know what you're going to get. I've said this before. I didn't expect them to beat Palace away. They did it. Jollington scored. So I'm not going to get at uh, Jollington. You know what I mean? Because, yeah, it'll come back to bite me again. But I can see Newcastle, you know, putting in a decent performance. Um, This will probably be another 2-1. You know, I've got quite a few 2-1s this week. Uh, I feel, yeah, Newcastle will win this one. I just don't think West Brom have enough firepower to cause Newcastle too many problems. And I think, you know, Newcastle are not the best, but they've still got players like Ryan Fraser, St. Maximan, who I'm not sure if he's injured, uh, Roadrunner Almiron, uh, and Callum Wilson. We know how clinical Callum Wilson can be. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to go Newcastle to win this one. 2-1, uh, I would say. Um, I can see West Brom nicking a cheeky goal. So, yeah, I'll say 2-1. After this, we've got a big Manchester derby. Oh, you know... This one is tough to predict. I know everyone's looking at it going, United lost to Leipzig and City been playing well. But we've seen the last couple of years, you know, City go to Old Trafford, concede the first goal and, you know, it changes. I feel like the first goal in this one is very important. Again, um, United at home, they could pick it up. They could come out going, you know what, let's go for them. You know, they're doing all right in the league. Let's not forget that. So they still got Bruno, who every game seems to have some type of impact. We saw that last week when he came off the bench. Um, I'm not sure if Martial and Cavani are back. I know they had uh, injuries. Um, so it'll be a tricky one. I think City, Guardiola will be on them, telling them, listen, we've seen what's happened the last couple of years. We saw, was it last year, Edison come out, kick the ball, but Tomé scored from 35 yards and you know, made the guy look a special player. I think he's awful. Uh, and yeah, I feel City will have really have to put in a great performance to win this one. A lot of people probably think, oh yeah, yeah, City, you know, all of these players. But no, listen, we can't write United off. Um, I feel in this one, United could nick this, you know. I feel they could really nick this. I feel like they'll be up for it. And it always seems like when Oli's back is against the wall and everyone's on him, United just always pull out a result. You know, with all these Oli at the wheel memes, and next minute they're all going, oh, yeah, you know, we did it, this and that. So could be a draw, but I feel City get the first goal, I think they're going and win it. Um, I feel, yeah, I'm going to, you know what? Stick by my guns, what I said. I feel, yeah, City will win this one. I'm going to go 3-1. I just feel like if City get the first goal, I can see them just, going all out and just getting a second and a third um, and there's just a lot of quality in that City team and the way I saw United play defensively in Germany in the week if they play anything like that I can't see them getting three points or even a draw at all so yeah I'm going to go City to win this one and hopefully with a cheeky De Bruyne assist that's all I need I don't want anything else more than that within the game please Pep please um, Everton Chelsea comes after this Chelsea are in great on a great run. 
quality players all over the field. And I was one of them who I said, oh, Mason Mount, I wasn't really sure on him because no one was really sure he was in the right position. But he's been fantastic. Like every game I watch this guy, I'm like, nah, you know what? I take back everything I said. Like deliveries are good. And you can see even like some of the defensive work he's been putting in. Like Lampard, you can tell, all right, he's close with him, took him to Derby with him and whatnot. And I think that's where people look in and go, oh, Frank's love child and all that. But no, fantastic player. And, you know, I'm, I will hold my hands up and say he's really, really um, surpassed my expectations. But I feel it won't be easy. But Everton are just on a barren run at the moment. And, you know, sometimes we say, oh, Everton are at Goodison, they've got a chance and whatnot. But I feel Chelsea have got too much quality for them this time around. Uh, Werner's missed quite a few chances the last couple of games. So don't be surprised if he redeems himself by getting a goal in this one. Actually, he has to redeem himself. You know, he missed from what? I don't even want to call that a yard. Like, toe poked it away from the goal. Absolutely ridiculous. But yeah, I feel Chelsea will be too strong. Even though they've been on a run of not conceding in certain games, I feel... Everton will score. I feel when they've got Richarlison, um, Rodriguez and Calvert-Lewin playing, they're a bit more potent up top. But yeah, I feel like Chelsea will run out winners in this one. And again, another 2-1 victory. Imagine all these coming. Damn. Um, on Sunday, we've got, I think it's five games. Uh, Southampton, Sheffield United kick us off on the Sunday. Southampton, decent form at the moment. Sheffield United, whoa, mate. Like West Brom, poor right now, poor. All right, Ollie McBurney got a goal last week, so uh, the way I was dissing him a couple of weeks ago is coming back to bite me like Jollington. But no, Southampton look good. Uh, I'm not sure if Ings will start this one. He came on in the second half against Brighton. And if they start him and Adams, listen, Southampton could be two up early. You know, Sheffield United are not as strong defensively as there was. And we saw in... Um, in the week when Chris Wilder was talking about the board saying he needs signings like sorted now. Like he was like, not even, I don't even want to hear mid-Jan, we're still, we're still looking. Like I want them done by the beginning of Jan. And it shows the desperation or the desperate situation that Sheffield United are in. So they're in a lot of trouble. Southampton, you know, in a good place right now. Can't see anything other than Southampton win. Uh, clean sheet for them, quite possibly. I'm going to go... 3 nil in this one they'll probably do what they normally do you know go up for a bit like into 1-2 nil up then I think they normally take off who's the player is it Walker or no Genepo and Shane Longon to do the running so that's such, such a great tactic you know what I mean imagine you're definitely you're tired and Shane everlasting long thing comes running on you're thinking oh I don't need this but no yeah Sheffield United to win this one Sheffield United you know Southampton to win this one comfortably 3 nil. Tottenham are away at Palace. Um, hard to call again. You know, I think sometimes we get so blinded by the form of teams. You know, okay, they beat this team, beat that team. But there's some grounds that are just tricky for some teams. And I feel like this is another one. I feel like Zaha's back now. So he's going to cause problems. Who's right back? Aurier. So he's a international compatriot. So it's not going to be easy at all. Uh... Spurs do have the quality. Son Kane, we know what they can do. That double act is just special now. It's like that. What were the magicians? Is it Penn and Teller? Yeah, that's it. Penn and Teller. That's Son and Kane right there. 
producing magic every week. Um, yeah, that was good, man. I made that one up right on the spot. Go me. Yeah, I feel, yeah, Spurs just have a bit more quality. Palace will cause them problems. So it won't be a blowout. And again, you guessed it, another 2-1 victory. I feel like Spurs win it this 1-2-1. Mourinho seems to be having them in the right position right now. You know, the tactics that he's doing are just working at the moment. We saw that last night in the Europa when he brought in Kane. Kane got an assist and then the game became comfortable. So, yeah, I'm going to go Spurs to the winners one, but definitely not an easy game. And don't be surprised if Zaha goes and scores again after his two last weekend. Fulham, Liverpool. Eee, boy. Hey, God bless Fulham. If Ariola fought last weekend against uh, City was bad, boy, depending on what lineup Liverpool put, it could be the same this weekend. Like, they could get peppered. Depending, though, because Liverpool have Spurs midweek. So, damn, I didn't want to say that because the fantasy football people are going to realise there's another game week. You know, I'm trying to be sly. Trying to leave these things out to mess people up. But uh, Liverpool should be comfortable winners in this one. Uh, I'm not sure who's fit or who they're going to start. I feel like they're going to start Jota in this one. They rested Mane in the uh, Champions League. So I think he'll start this one. And they may rest Salah. Because Salah played 90 minutes in the week. And they took off Jota earlier than him. So it's a tough, it's a tough one to call in terms of who they're going to start, unless Firmino gets benched, and then they play the the three dynamic players up top. But Liverpool win regardless. Uh, I feel four 0 or four one win to Liverpool. Uh, Fulham, all right, they beat Leicester, but Liverpool are not Leicester. Like Liverpool will do their job, get it done early. And I feel like Klopp will be hoping they get it done early, half-time, 3-0 up, make some subs, Tottenham, midweek, that's it. Um, and yeah, Fulham just will just already be looking forward to the next game. Like Just be like, eh, let's just do what we can in this one. Next game, hopefully we get a victory. Not really much more to be said than that. And yeah, Liverpool will be smiling and going into the game at Anfield. And if they can win that one as well, then things are looking rosy for them. With injuries, they're still performing well. So yeah. They've done very, very well up to this point. Arsenal played Burnley after this game. Uh, tough game. Like, Arsenal have problems. I could be here for an hour or two. Not screw that, four hours talking about Arsenal's issues. But if there was ever a must win for a club, this is it. You're playing Burnley at home. I don't think Burnley have beaten Arsenal at home. I'm not going to try and guess how many years, but it's been a long time. Arsenal need to come correct. Like, they need to come out all guns blazing, early goal. Teams like Burnley as well, when you get an early goal, you just change the whole tactics. Like, they're just, they break it up, you end up scoring 3-4 against them. That's it. If you let them get to half-time nil-nil, you're going to have that game where they're passing it around, pinging it up to freaking the Giants up top, Chris Wood, you know what I mean? Ashley Barnes, I'm not sure if he's playing actually. Um, and Jay, Jay, uh, Jay Rodriguez, who's been performing well as well. He's, he's been all right. And he'll cause Arsenal problems, definitely. Arsenal defence don't look as good as they looked at the start of the season. But I feel they'll win this one. I just, I know Burnley can be tricky, but I just, I think Arsenal will realise how big this game is. And I don't think they'll let this one go. 
Um, I'm going to go three one to Arsenal on this. I can't see them keeping a clean sheet. I still think they'll be a bit strong. And I feel this will be the game where Oba gets his goal. How long has it been? What, since Old Trafford now? Since man did that, that chicken dance at Old Trafford? He ain't danced since then. He ain't danced since he signed on that dotted line, boy. That ink, that ink still wet. That ink still wet. You know what I mean? And this guy still ain't scored a goal. Absolute nonsense, man. But, um, yeah, I feel they'll come out winners in this one. And Arteta will be breathing a sigh of relief. However, if they don't win, neck is on the line. This guy could be back in Barcelona selling paella real quick. You know what I mean? I'm not sure if he can travel now to Barca. But even so, he'll find himself somewhere selling paella. Because uh, the Arsenal fans will really be at his neck if they don't come through this one. But yeah, I can't see anything other than Arsenal win. And let's see what happens. In, you know, with VIR and all this now, you, you can't predict too well. But I'm sure on this one that, that will happen. The final game of the game week is Leicester-Brighton. This one, you know what? Like, we expect Leicester at home, Brighton, just do their thing. Come correct, 3-4-0 up. But we've seen Fulham, West Ham. Leicester are not at home. They've got this thing. I think it depends how you sit up against them. I think if you come out to play and try and beat them at their game, they'll pick you off. When you sit back and counter-attack, they can't handle it. Like, Vardy doesn't really have the space in behind. Players like Barnes and Madison find it difficult. And at the moment, they're playing around with their defence because Fofana hasn't really looked the same in the last couple of games. Fuchs has been starting. Uh, who else is it? Justin and Evans. And they really haven't been that solid, to be fair. Um, I know they rested Vardy in the Europa yesterday. But, yeah, I've... I just don't think it's going to be as easy as people believe. Uh, I feel the quality in the end may just tell, because I don't think Brighton have enough to cause Leicester too many problems. I say that now, watch what will happen next minute. Solid March bangs a 30-yarder. Um, but yeah, I feel Brighton will struggle in this. And I feel, yeah, Leicester will come out winners. I would say I'm going to go 2-1, 2-1 in this one. And I think Vardy to get his... Uh, Normal goal, as he does. Hopefully this time not kicking off a corner flag. You know, we don't win that type of issue again, Jamie Vardy. Um, and yeah, I just don't see anything anything for Brighton in this one. And listen, with the game weeks or the games coming around thick and fast, it's better for these teams. Because, you know, when they lose, they ain't got a long time to dwell on it. Get over it, bang, next game. And you've always got another opportunity right around the corner to pick up a victory. You know, I thought I'd leave the last two minutes to talk about the fantasy football, pivotal week for me, pivotal week, got a very important head-to-head -head fixture, the person knows who they are, and I've been preying their team, looking, going, you know what, what can I change in mine, and whatnot, but you know what, I'm going to stick with what I've got, because I realise when I keep changing it, changing it, it never goes right, so I'm just going to change it today, and leave it, I'm not going to look at it, I'm just going to have someone message me and go, Matt, you won, and go, yep, I already knew that, we'll see, like, I ain't gonna lie, I'm slightly nervous, you know, like, this early in the season, I'm nervous about fantasy football, it's a bit mad, you know, a bit mad still, but, yeah, hopefully we have another great weekend of football, I feel like with these games we will, and I really feel the game of the weekend is gonna be the Everton-Chelsea game, I feel like the Manchester derby, they could cancel each other out, but I did say 3-1, depending on the first goal, but, 
yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have a great weekend of football. I can see it, and hopefully, as I always say, no VAR drama. We don't need that. We just want some good football. No, no stupid ref decisions, and hopefully, we can just enjoy. We've got more games next week from Tuesday, so let's see how this one goes. Hopefully, you enjoyed this prediction show. Hopefully, they go right this time. I'm fed up of getting them a lot wrong, and I will see you next week. 